Okay, hello everyone, and welcome to the Chloe and Web3 Friends show. So this is a unique gateway to the world of the Web3. So I'm the host Chloe. So this show will bring you closer to the heart of the Web3 industry and offering the first-hand insights and from the PNS who are shaping this revolutionary field. So from professionals in exchange to innovate startup entrepreneurs will explore their journeys, their win points, and the latest trends in Web3. So whether you are an aspiring Web3 enthusiast or a startup entrepreneur, so this show is designed to keep you informed and inspired. So today we are so glad to invite uh, Yudi to our show, the founder of the Brainstorm, and uh, welcome Yudi. So I think we can be, we can start let more uh, of our audience to know more about you and your project. Thank you very much for having me, Claire. Um, I'm actually very happy to be here to talk to you. Uh, we've been looking forward to this meeting, and here we are. So let's <laughs> us rule. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you can tell uh, us more about you, your experiences, and also the brainstorm, yeah. Okay, so my name is Yudi, Yudi Heiss, and that is what I use on my official um, X, formerly Twitter account. So, but my actual name is Udeme William, but I make it simpler for many persons to actually be able to call my name. So Yudi, U, D, and Y. So we yeah. can call it Yudi. Yeah. So that's my. Um, I'm the founder of BrainsDAO. That is, this is a T-shirt I'm using. Um, BrainsDAO is simply a Web three platform. But let me start and introduce myself before going into uh, BrainsDAO. Mm -hmm. Uh, I came into this space, the Web three blockchain and cryptocurrency. What that's what I mean into this space in 2018. Yeah. Uh, the why I came into this place was this space was because I was intrigued with how much we can actually um, transfer money. Uh, from where I'm coming from, uh, I'm coming from Africa. I'm coming from Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, it's really very difficult to move money, especially people like us who have um, relatives outside the country and how they can actually send you some funds for you to take care of your elderly ones or to support the family. Receiving money has been very, very difficult. And with blockchain, I now saw an avenue where you can actually receive money and also make money uh, with it and actually being able to uh, remove the third parties. So I was, I was moved and motivated to come into this place in 2018. While I came into the space in 2018, it was very boring. I think that was the, the previous beer market. And I started joining different communities and getting involved in many projects. And I started investing. So most of us, we started just by buying and selling. And then I was moved to help other persons. So by 2021, I started, uh, my, my, my Twitter account started growing, you know, I started, having a lot of followers. I, I did a lot of research. I started helping my family members, my friends, my, my neighbors. I, was, I started onboarding them. Mm -hmm. So I was now moved from just involving in buying and selling of cryptocurrency to onboarding persons to talk about uh, cryptocurrency, 
telling them this is the best way to uh, to keep your your money this is the best way for you to use your finances it has it has been able to help me and i think it can help you too so many person also bought that idea and also from the country i am from we've seen how our purchasing power is also uh, plummeting whereby our currency is losing its purchasing power against the us dollar so all this encompasses into the reason why many of us, someone like me, moved into um, Web3. And also, uh, Web3 also gave me a platform that I can actually, um, you know, become an entrepreneur. You know, it has also been able to solve unemployment for me. I, I, I wasn't just unemployed. I was working with an NGO. And also, I was not comfortable because of how much I was paid. It was very little with what I was paid bed. When I started getting involved in cryptocurrency, and also I had a lot of projects I was working for, I started being a chat moderator. From being a chat moderator, I was able to become a social media influencer because I had my accounts growing. From being social media influencer to become a social media manager to some project, became a project manager. So I was mm -hmm. collaborating a lot of projects in yeah. the late 2020 and 2021. So by 2022, I now um, you know, discussed with some of my friends. I now said, come on, we need to have a community that will be able to onboard many persons instead of doing it individually. Mm -hmm. So in that, that brought the idea of Brands DAO. So we have become a team of five persons, but I've been the person who, who is the brand be, uh, behind uh, Brands DAO. So Brands DAO is simply a Web3 community that is focused on onboarding the non-crypto people into blockchain. And also we are driving a Web3 skills. So it's not just onboarding many persons, we also take advantage of unemployment and also providing Web3 skills. Many persons in brains that have been able to become content writers, uh, chat moderators, Web3 developers, and many more Web3 skills out there. So we train these persons uh, with our Partners in BrainsDAO, we've been able to help this person when they are done with us, we can actually give them out to this project they can work with. And some of them are still working with us. In fact, our content are actually being given to us by the people we actually trained. So that way is one of those ways BrainsDAO is actually helping. Mm -hmm. We also have an tokens and we've seen especially of what the, the market has been able to do for us. Our token went up to about $400,000 in market cap. And now we are down, but we are looking We are looking at more future prospects for our community by still working and building up till now. So that's my journey from being just an enthusiast to be a, a builder here on the ecosystem. Yeah, wow, that's brilliant. So may I ask, uh, how many members in Greenstone right now? Okay, uh, if you look at our community from our account on X, uh, we are about uh, 5,000 plus. Mm -hmm. On Twitter, on um, Telegram, we are about 1,600 uh, community wow. members. On Medium, where we post our blogs, we are barely almost about 60 people who read our blogs and also our newsletters. Mm -hmm. But we constantly building. And... We are looking for a way to for us to scale our development mm -hmm. and truly if we get that we'll be able to do more 
Yeah, wow, that's excellent. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 considering as you just introduced like the maybe the Africa, uh, no matter the governor's policies or something like that, or the special like the uh, social environment uh, about it. So, what do you think of that uh, Web three phenomenon right now in America, in Africa? Yeah, in Africa, Africa has been a very uh, interesting place for Web three development. Yeah, and when when I said it has been an interesting place is because if you look at the data coming out of Africa, just just like um Coin Gecko and uh, published their own a few weeks ago, said mm-hmm. that um country like Nigeria. Is yeah. the highest country that have crypto awareness, oh. beating United States, beating um, India, and also even beating Singapore. Mm-hmm. So we come to see the high amount of young persons actually being involved in Web three. Oh, it's, yeah. it's actually shocking. We we are looking at a country of almost over two hundred million people, and over sixty percent of that population are. 30 or less, so 30 years or less. And when you look at Africa, we look at Kenya, look at Ethiopia, look at South Africa. These are uh, renowned countries that Web3 is thriving there. And who are the people involved are the young persons. And if you if you go through a lot of activities here on Twitter or X as it's called now, you will see a lot of young Africans in being involved. And one of those things, or uh, element that is causing this uh, unemployment and uh, poor uh, local currency. I mean, the purchasing power of their local currency is, is not is not good enough, causing inflation, you know, and also yeah. government policies not supporting young persons. So a lot of young persons are now going into decentralization for them to be able to survive. So uh, there was a data coming out from uh, is it Singapore and you know South Korea a few weeks ago saying that about uh, 80% of South Koreans actually look at cryptocurrency as a gamble. And also the same data said that 90% of Nigerians look at cryptocurrency as a way of investment. Why is that so? You look at the economy of South Korea and economy of Nigeria. Economy of South Korea is better than the economy of Nigeria. In that way, inflation, lack of employment is affecting this other nation, which is Nigeria. So a lot of young persons will want to escape from the system and actually want to save their money with using cryptocurrency or investing into cryptocurrency. So that is why you are seeing a lot of young persons, a lot of young Nigerians, a lot of Africans coming into Web3. And that is where Brainsdown, which I am part of, wants to take advantage of. Wow, that's excellent. I think maybe the currency, I think the digital currency maybe plays a more important role in the Africa compared to maybe compared to other countries. I think maybe the digital currency is also another way to help your local citizens to protect their asset. I think yes. Could that yes? Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, as I speak to you right now. Um, if you are aware of uh, what is Nigeria, I mean the local currency, the current rate of Nigerian Naira, which is the local currency, to the US dollars mm. is 
naira to one dollar. Yeah. One naira to one dollar, which is the rate right now. Mm -hmm. And has lost its value over 40% this year. Wow. That, that is terrible. So imagine you having your wealth washing away. Yeah. Um, last year, December, between November and December last year, mm -hmm. uh, Naira was being exchanged at 300 and something Naira. But within few months, Naira has left from 360, 380 to over 1,000 Naira, as I'm speaking to you right now. So you just see your wealth, your investment, losing its value. And it is all this inflation, printing of money, and many other things is causing a lot of us, a lot of young persons, to go into uh, decentralization. I'm mm -hmm. using stable coins. Many persons are actually buying and holding on to stable coins. Many persons are investing in Bitcoin. Many persons are also investing in other cryptocurrency. Just a way to escape from the system. Uh, may I ask what's the most popular uh, crypto in Africa right now? Well, <laughs> uh, in Africa, um, a lot of persons are involved. You know, Binance is very... Uh, it's one of the biggest and the most used exchange here in Africa, to be very frank with you. There are other exchanges and other local exchanges, but most persons use Binance. And by the way, using Binance, you know, a lot of persons will be involved with BNB. Yeah, okay? yeah exactly. Mm -hmm. That is, BNB has been like an investment for many Africans. Oh, and yeah. also, uh, many persons also go into uh meme coins you know uh when when there's a meme coin craziness going on a lot of people run into buying of meme coins but i tell you many person hold bnb bitcoin and ethereum here and other cryptocurrency but the most uh most coin crypto that most persons go into at least is bitcoin um, ethereum and also the bnb and if and others we can now add the meme coins and others Yes, you know, my next question is about what's the most popular blockchain in Africa. I guess the Binance Smart Chain, right? <laughs> yeah, the most popular blockchain in yeah. Africa is the Binance Smart Chain. It's much um, friendly, right? People, uh -huh. people also use Ethereum too. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. So maybe, uh, so may I ask what reason? Because maybe there are more less gas fee, I guess. Is this amazing? Your guess is as good as mine, Cleo. Because the gas fee in Binance Smart Chain is cheap. Okay? Yeah. Most persons are actually going into the B, uh, the BNB uh, chain. Uh -huh. Most people also use Ethereum chain. Uh, it's not as if they don't use, but because BNB chain is cheaper, and now we are now seeing a new trend in Africa, whereby a lot of young people are now going into Arbitrum because of yeah. uh, layer two now cheaper. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, but you, you when you look at the amount and the volume that Binance Smart Chain does to other chain in Africa, you will see that Binance Smart Chain is the leading network. Yeah, I think so, because Binance Chain, I think the one of the reasons is maybe the last gas fee. Another is like, Binance also have a great the ecosystem to let the young people, the developers, the content creators, the, even the designers, and they all can build build their 
uh, project or drawing the hexen uh, computation or something like that. I think also this is also another main reason like why they choose uh, Binance Smart Chain. That's a popular yes. Of course, uh, it's it's true. That's one of the reasons why. But like I said, there is a new trend. A lot of people are now going now in going into the layer two. Arbitrum is very popular right now among oh, yeah. young Africans. And also the new new network of Coinbase, which is called Base. A lot of persons, I follow a lot of African trends on X. A lot of people are now involved in uh, Base because of the social file that uh, base network was, which is the friend.sec. So a lot of uh, young Africans are now going into the layer two. Ethereum is expensive because of the gas fee. And when when you look at you paying, uh, uh, if you want to make a $100 transaction and you are paying half of that for gas fee, so a place that most persons want to escape from inflation, unemployment, and you paying half of that, that's $50, for example, it's if you convert it to Naira, it's basically like you converting, it's one-on-one. -on -one. So $50 will give you 50,000 Naira, and that can go a long way. So why would I spend uh, 50,000 Naira, for example, on the gas fee in, in another chain that I can spend less than a dollar? So... And it's not as if most most rich guys, most most uh, rich young Nigerians or most rich Africans, we still I still use Ethereum, you know. But now the trend is going into the layer two of Ethereum base, and you know Polygon is out there too. And now that the BNB is still cheap and the OPBNB, a lot of people are now going to you know layer two and using the Binance Smart Chain. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of sure. so. So Niagara is the uh, most popular country to the Web3 or the most friendly country to the, uh, to the Web3 in Africa? It's, it's, actually, it's actually a very tough question because um, Africa, Africa um, policies, um, regulatory policies in Africa, uh, it's, it's very dicey, okay? It's different from the regulatory policies in Europe, or yeah. if you go to Canada or US, yeah. the regulatory policies are actually different here. Why am I saying this is, is that if you look at the very most popular countries in Africa that Web3 is thriving, which is Nigeria, Kenya, uh, Ethiopia, South Africa, and Ghana, at least those four countries that I've just mentioned, almost the same thing is going, going on. What do I mean? None of these countries are actually outrightly uh, putting a ban on cryptocurrency. No, every every young person in this country is using cryptocurrency. They are involved, but the peculiar thing is the governments or the regulators have not been able to come out to put a clear regulatory framework to allow cryptocurrency to thrive. Now. Uh, look, uh, looking at a, a peculiar situation here in, in Nigeria, whereby uh, when in 2020, when there was a hype in cryptocurrency, the CBN or the, the government actually uh, stopped the bank from facilitating uh, crypto transactions to the bank or banks to the crypto uh, exchanges. So they actually redrew the banks out of uh, the transactions to the crypto uh, markets. So it became very difficult for many persons, but 
what what they did was actually opening the floodgates. So by the time they did what they did uh, by stopping the banks from facilitating crypto transactions to bank, uh, crypto exchanges, it even made a more young person to be involved with it. But they don't know because we've seen the volume. We've seen that if you look at Binance right now, uh, Binance Exchange, look at USDT against um, Naira, you see that the volume is over $500 million. Some days it's even over $1 billion in, in transaction volume. Why? Because a lot of persons have now been able to use P2P and they've become, now we've now had a lot of P2P markets around the country. Even Binance has it, many local exchanges now operate P2P. But like we talk about in our communities here, if the government can actually implement what India is actually doing by doing uh, TDS, which is a uh, tax uh, withdrawal from the source. So even if the government can actually charge, even if it is 0.5% or 0.01% from people transacting money between their banks to exchanges, it can actually allow uh, the innovation to thrive here. However, when you look go around African countries, these policies are almost the same. None of these countries have been able to put a clear regulatory body, but you can actually operate and make use of cryptocurrency uh, within African country. It's not like what is happening in India that, uh, sorry, in China, that you cannot publicly say you are doing cryptocurrency. So, so these situations are actually more a little bit favorable here. We host a lot of seminars in, in Africa. We host go to Lagos, go to Nairobi. We host a lot of conferences. So using cryptocurrency, you are free. Binance also have been sponsoring a lot of uh, programs. And even the last African Nations Cup, Binance was the top sponsor of it. So uh, here in Africa, you can actually use or uh, make use of cryptocurrency. But the problem is the government now putting out a clear regulatory framework and, you know, for crypto to thrive, but you can actually use it. Wow. That's, that's, wow. So it means you can issue and publish your token. You can use it free, freely, but exactly. occasionally, maybe there's some regulation on it. <laughs> Could I understand like this? <laughs> so yes. it's, it's like you can use it. Uh, when I uh, will not uh, manage it by government, right? When it's not the management or the ban or the control by the government, but the anytime the government they want to publish some of the policies on it or some restriction on it, wow, well, it's all controlled, all be controlled, and. Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay okay wow so, so I think this process i think it's pretty hard for you i think brainstorm play an important role on the process let the more people to know okay what's the blockchain what's the web3 what is age so how many i think so what's the methods have you employed to for effective dissemination and management of the organization so in this in the process, even in the process of spreading the Web3 uh, web literacy uh, through the brainstorm. Okay, so 
what we do with BrainsDAO in Africa is, is actually enormous, but we are very limited because we don't have the funding. Uh, we actually, we've been able to put out a lot of application. I was talking to uh, one, of, if one of my friends that were looking for funding. Yeah. I, I, I was basically looking for like $100,000 to be able to scale BrainsDAO. And as I, two days ago, when I was talking to him, I told him, even if I should see $30,000, what we intend to build, we want to build a Web3 application that many persons can actually read. They can log in using uh, their, their wallet, log into the app, read our article, and also earn brains. Mm -hmm. Now, for you to be able to have exclusive Web3 classes, you can actually pay for those exclusive classes as little as even $5 or $10 which could also be as a revenue back to us. So I was talking to my friend that even if we should see thirty to $50,000, we can build that within three to six months and launch, launch the pro projects from there. But apart from that, uh, it has been very successful because a lot of young persons wants to be involved in Web3. A lot of young persons here wants to, you know, they want to escape from the high inflation, the unemployment, you know, these are, issues fighting with young persons and even when you go to university you graduate from university there are no jobs so you 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 are just left alone the government do not care about you so what can you do to be able to survive and it has been that this emerging technology this emerging market has been like a safe haven for many young persons to run into however the government, which they have not been able to ban, they've not been able, even the politicians, them themselves, are also involved in cryptocurrency. But the problem now is for them to lay out a regulatory framework for Web3 projects to actually thrive. Imagine for me looking at, looking for funding of that, I can should be able to maybe walk into the bank and get you know a soft loan for me, for me to try to push into that. But you can't do it. The banks themselves have been able to, you know, look at cryptocurrency as a very bad sector, and they've, they've been able to even uh, block or freeze people's accounts if you use your bank account to tra transact cryptocurrency. So it has now forced a lot of persons to use the P2P. But however, a lot, a lot of young persons, last month I was in a conference here in, here in the city where I am, and in a couple of months, I have another conference I'll work in Lagos. So yeah, you are free to use cryptocurrency, but our problem, our challenge right now is actually having the government, you know, giving a, a level playing ground and, and allowing us to thrive. So that's the big challenge we are having. But apart from that, a lot you know, of Africans are actually involved in crypto. Wow. Uh, but I think based on this kind of the environment, I think, Lot, most of more people they, they would like to join some door organization. I think it can be called that the self rescue organization like that. <laughs> Could I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think also yeah. I think this is a challenge for I think for most of the webs for most of the Africa even the teenagers the people the individuals they want to get involved into the web three but it's also the opportunity to let them gathering together and they can build their uh deal organization to build some 
no matter the project or even an application or something like that, right? And to this is also kind of say to to go into to move into the web three. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's actually a challenge. You, you see, for me, building brains out is 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 a lot of work for me, and I I can't tell. I'm using this platform to to also talk about it. I can't tell the number of nights I I sometimes go crying. I can't talk about the number of times I've been a little bit depressed, if not for my loved ones to tell me tell me that. Uh, Talk, think about the reason why you started it, you know. You need a lot of money to be able to, you know, scale a Web3 project here. And uh, when you don't have a lot of persons or people actually supporting you and the people around you are the same persons you are trying to onboard. So most of them do not really understand what it involves. And here you are also limited with funding. And it's not as if they, they don't love uh, Web3, they don't love blockchain, they don't love cryptocurrency. But these are the same people who are also f having challenges with you with this ecosystem. And you need a lot of funding. Personally, I've spent a lot of thousands of dollars in, in building the project and I'm still looking for funding. But it's a very difficult environment because environment where a lot of persons are not do not even know what you are doing, and it is just the young, very young persons who who are you know tech savvy or young persons who just want to try something different. These are the people we actually onboarding, but we have serious and severe challenges we are facing here. But we we are hopeful, you know, as we progress and keep building, we we are gonna get it one day. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Excellent. Uh so what's the um, yeah, wow, that's that's pretty good. And uh oh, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I think both are uh both of us are kind of the same. Um, because this is a bear market right now, you know, especially for the web three. And uh especially I think for some of the specifics uh um the region or the country because of the strict the policy or the regulation is more harder much harder to get the funding or the investment i really can feel that so yeah totally the same sometimes i have totally the same feeling with you and but that's <laughs> it. i can i can understand your position right now for me telling you this this my story and i can see how emotional you are it's if you are this emotional and think about me, think about me being uh, a builder, you think about me who is a founder and trying to scale a project and actually not for me, but for many other persons. We are looking at, one of my proposal, proposal, I was talking about looking at at least 50,000 young Africans, you know, and it's actually tough. Because I should be traveling to, I should be traveling to many cities to be able to to do this, to be able to, uh, you know, onboard these non-crypto people, be able to set up a Web three centers, Web three training centers, you know, where we teach and educate many persons into Web three development, 
social media management, project management, uh, content creation, and many other things that are, are encompasses into Web3. We are supposed to train these persons and we are we we just our revenue is just three to five dollars we want to put out and build our own uh, ecosystem application. So when you have all of these and uh, you lack the, the funding, it's actually very tough, you know. But apart from the regulatory uh, challenges, we actually very free to you know to run anything you want to do with Web3 or cryptocurrency oh, within nice. Africa. Yeah, you, you are actually free. You you are actually free to, to launch a project, actually free to host seminar, conferences. And anybody with cryptocurrency seminars are actually very popular around here. But yeah. our problem, our problem is the regulatory framework for government to allow us to thrive. You could imagine that if you want to uh, transact money uh, as little as $500 or $1,000, you need to go through the P2P. And the P2P here is not the P2P in some places whereby you, it is automatically um, exchanged. But you need to look for somebody in a market for the person to actually change the money and send it to you in your local bank before you release. So Binance has the way they do it, which they screw your, your funds. So that way is what we are doing. Very difficult process. When I came into this place in 2018, there was nothing like P2P. I did not know what is P2P until 2020, where the government actually uh, redrew the bank from facilitating um, crypto transactions between um, exchanges and the banks. So we now, we now have to go through a very long route for us to be able to transact money. And also, if the government is able to put a regulatory framework, we are going to see a lot of Web3 projects actually thriving here, whereby we can now work with the government themselves, you know? So uh, we are still working hard. We're still talking to our, you know, our legislature and many other people in the top governments so that we can see ways we can help our communities. Yeah, it is. So may I ask, so right now, so how many kind of the methods or the, uh, or the channel you have, your, you have the, maybe the Africa, the non-crypto individuals to the Web3 area? So what we do, uh, what we do, what we do with BrainsDAO is that we have a very good platform which is on our Twitter or X as it's called right now, and we do a lot of um, Twitter space. We do a lot of space. We talk to our community, and also on our Telegram too. We we host a lot of community calls, and also our podcast. We have a, a channel on Spotify. So we do a lot of, we do podcasts and we upload there. And many, many persons have been listening to us. And we, you could, in, in one of our spaces on, on X some time ago, we could see a lot of persons who just want to learn the basics. A lot of young persons just want to learn the basics of cryptocurrency. And that way we've been able to reach out to a lot of persons. Even in Ghana, we have a community in Ghana, which a lot of young persons just want to be involved. And even content writing, we teach a lot of people how to do content writing. So we use our platform a lot to reach out to young persons and onboard them. So that is how we get reached to them. Yeah, so actually, so one aspect is the knowledge delivery. 
by the Twitter space or some of the community call or something like that. The second way is like to uh, teach them how to maybe create the content or Web3 content or or something like that, that kind of the skills about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Yes, that's so, what we do. I think also, uh, I don't know how is the developing of, of the creative industries and the economic development even in Africa. So do you think that the Web3 uh, player play a more important role on it or does the Web3 make an influence on it, these two kinds of industry? Yes, it, it, it has, Web3 has been able to, you know, create a lot of positive impact. Mm -hmm. If you are aware with what happened in Nigeria in 2020, where we had what we call the NSAS movement, where a young person um, went on the street to protest on police brutality. What the government did with that during that time was when the, the government actually stopped uh, banks from facilitating crypto transactions. You know what? Young person coordinated themselves and actually funded that movement using crypto. So many persons were sending Bitcoin to the movement wallet. So the movement had a, a, a special wallet a lot of people were sending Bitcoin, crypto, stable coins, whatever cryptocurrency to that wallet. And with that, the, the movement was actually exchanging that money to the local currency, using that to buy water and medical uh, things for the movement. And the movement lasted for quite a number of days, so even weeks. So the government seeing this actually stopped the banks from facilitating cryptocurrency and during that time, a lot of people's local current bank account was freezed. So that alone, we many, many young persons seeing that everybody now went into using cryptocurrency and they can't stop it. You know, it's something you can't, you, you are not the one that created it. You can't stop it. So that is one way a lot of young persons have been able to involve. And you also talking about um, cross-border movement and uh, payments. You know, cross the bank payment where a lot of young people are actually having relatives outside the country in Europe and in US actually sending funds back home. I have a personal experience with cross-border payments whereby you can actually go to the bank, spend a whole day queuing on a bank and still not able to catch any money. That is one of the challenges we have here in Africa which Web3 have been able to solve, cryptocurrency have been able to solve. And two months ago, I had an experience. I've been using this particular account to receive money from a relative outside the country. And I went to the bank. The bank told me that my limit has been able to, I've, I've reached my limit to receive money outside the country. Could you imagine that? How do you have a limit for people to receive money? Yeah. So we... With blockchain, with cryptocurrency, there's no limit. Yeah. Okay. So I, I can So this is one of the things that make us to go into uh, cryptocurrency here in Africa, and that is one way it has been able to solve. Uh, one thing has been able to solve. So cross border um, bottlenecks, like sending money across, have been able to be solved, and a lot of young people are now using cryptocurrency, especially stable coins, in sending money home to their relatives. And it is easy for them to exchange this money instead of waiting for a long number of hours. And also the deduction in the 
in the transaction fees. So it's it's a beautiful thing that Web3 and cryptocurrency have been able to solve. Yeah, I think so. I think so, definitely. Wow. Wow, it's totally, I think it's much, much, much play a more important role and also different role and a special role on the whole Africa financial system. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. So another question is like, so do you think like uh, for the young people, do you have, do they have the language barriers to the Web3? English is the number one uh, language, uh, especially in Web3. And the same thing here in Africa, uh, Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, they're all speaking English. And if you go to the Francophone, a lot of them too can also, you know, they can use English even when they are actually French countries. But mm -hmm. the, the number one language is English. And anyone who comes into um, these countries and actually wants to develop Web3, the only language you use is going to be English. So even there, even no any barriers for them, right? Well, that's good. That's good. English. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's much better than, uh, yeah, currently. Kind of like don't, don't have any pressure if you want to come to Africa country, African countries. It's, you basically can use English. And if you are going to the French countries, maybe you can actually tilt a little to French. But most of them are actually using English in Web3. Okay. So... Uh, another question is about also about the young uh, individuals like that. So, cause right now, like the smart contract, also the decentralized applications play a crucial role uh, in the whole blockchain ecosystem, in the ecosystem. So how do, how do they provide the technical or the business opportunities even for young developers in Africa? Generally, to be uh, their own project or joining the uh, project or as a developer or something like that? Yes, right. a lot of persons have been able to involve in asset development or even Web3 development in Africa. We have a lot of Web3 builders. Someone like me, I don't want to call names here, but um, there are lots of Web3 uh, projects that are actually being built here. Even look at exchanges that are built in Africa. And it is just one, one of those things that you know that there are lots of tech guys here. And if you look around some of the top crypto projects, you see that most of them have Africans working with them, especially people who are, yeah, a lot of, some of them have um, Africans working with them, which some of them are actually Web3 developers. They can actually build, build their applications, build your tokens for you. So a lot are actually going into web development. A lot of them, I know a lot of them that have been involved in it. And it is all just showing you a lot of young Africans are moving into Web3. Oh, yeah. That's excellent. Wow, wow, wow. That's that's pretty impressive. And uh, what do you think? This is a very interesting topic. And uh, what do you think? Uh, what's the development of the Web3 in the next few years? <laughs> wow. It's going to be very big. And I can tell you, when you have a report coming from CoinGecko telling you that a country of over 200 million people, that 90% is aware of cryptocurrency. Uh -huh. And out of that 90%, 70% 
are already telling you that they want to invest in crypto. That is a lot of number. Mm-hmm. And when, when you see, if you go to X, I mean, Twitter alone, behind all some of these avatars, behind some of the PFP, most of them are Africans. Most of them are Africans. And I tell you for a fact, we have the numbers now. No other place, maybe in America, but looking at the volume of transactions in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, volumes are also coming from Africa alone. And the number of young persons or people actually moving into cryptocurrency. I tell you between now and 2030, we are going to be the dominant uh, continent that are actually being involved in cryptocurrency. Wow, wow. Yeah, I believe same. <laughs> it's going to definitely big. <laughs> so do you have any plan in the future? This is going, my plans is that Brenza is going to be my only uh, crypto project. Um, I don't I don't intend to build any other thing. Instead of that, I want to expand. I want to expand. I don't, maybe I don't want to talk about what I want to expand Brenza to do, but when you look at that, crypto education, blockchain education is going to be an ever-expanding and is going to be a needed part of crypto. You continue to develop blockchain education. And as many sectors of blockchain and crypto is are coming in, you need to learn about this. You need to be involved in it. Just like we are now having the social file craze. Uh, friend.tech is out, post.tech. Uh, friend three is already out. So many of these social uh, finance platform are now out. Last year and 2021, we saw NFTs, we saw GameFi, but now a lot of people are now going into the social file. How can you have many persons to be onboarded into this? You see that you still need blockchain education. You still need people to educate people to, to these platforms. Still, Blockchain education is going to be needed because we still have a lot of people coming in here. We are over 8 billion people around the world and about uh, 1 billion or thereabouts are involved in cryptocurrency. So what what is left with is 7 billion. So we still have 90% of the world population not involved here. So these persons to to come in here, they need blockchain education. Brains that will be needed, okay? So... <laughs> we still have a lot of work to do. So Brenda is going to be my only project and I still want to scale. I still want to build, especially Web3 uh, training centers in different cities, not just in Africa. I'm looking at the world right now. So yeah. there is going to be a lot of work to be done. Wow, yeah. Good luck. And the best wishes to the brainstorm. <laughs> so it's going to be the huge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so thank you, Yodi, and thank you for being here today our show. And uh, this also, uh, yeah, I can see some pretty fresh ideas and uh, perspectives, even especially based on the, uh, in the Africa uh, like this. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much, Cleo. But um, after this, I know you, you, you have to cut this because I want to talk to you about Tomata. So uh what's what's up with you what people are building? Uh, yeah. I yeah, what's your token right now? <laughs>